Well, today is May 25th or 6th or something, 2019. And we're here um, with Clark Mitchell and Kenyon Clark and Kathleen Mitchell Abrams. Uh, we three are grandchildren of Nellie McAllister and Edgar Leonidas Clark. And then I also have my son, Bradley Mitchell Abrams, with us. And we're going to try to paint a portrait of Kenyon's mother and father. And that's um, Saunders McAllister Clark, who is Nellie and Edgar's son, and his wife, Kathleen Joseph Clark. I made a few notes here about Aunt Kath. I knew her from the time I was little um, until 20, what did she die? 2012 or 13? I think it was 2012. 2012. Uh, I've never known such a hard worker as she was. The first place I knew her was at their motel. I believe they built the motel about the year I was born in 1948. And I remember her always being very, very busy. She had four or five cabins every single day to wash the laundry, to make the beds, to scrub the bathrooms, to uh, shine the windows if they needed to, and to vacuum the floors. And that was a lot of hard work. I remember that um, her washing machine was just going day, day in and day out. And it was hard work for her, and she also had to um, be at home to cook and wash dishes for her family of three boys and her husband, who is another boy of hers. <laughs> he was crazy. Um, I remember helping her uh, make beds, and she knew how to make a good bed, and that's uh, where I thought I could help the most. I couldn't help do laundry. I believe that I was probably 14 or 15 when the Clark family decided to move to Cedar City. So after that, I didn't get to help Aunt Kathleen uh, make beds. I remember when I was little, Mom used to take me to Aunt Kath's house and for babysitting. And so while she was doing the dishes, uh, we would play Little Lulu and Sluggo and Witch Hazel. And those were some of my favorite cartoon characters. So I'd dance around and play all the parts, and she was so sweet while she was working. She'd uh, talk back to me and pretend she was Sluggo or she was Witch Hazel. That was my favorite. She, was a, she could uh, laugh like a Witch Hazel, and I really... I really admired her for, now that I'm grown, I admired her, admired her for being able to do all of that work and also take care of a little girl and that crazy son of hers, Mac, who was just one year older than me. <laughs> um, she was one of the most patient people I've ever known. She did live with these four boys, her three sons and one husband, and she just seemed to be able to just let things slide. They were the kind who would just tease her to death 
and she would just laugh. She had the best laugh. If you um, wanted to laugh, then all you had to do was listen to her and it would break you right up. She had the best laugh. I remember when she and my mother belonged to a club. They called it the O-N-O -O Club, Our Night Out. And when they had it at my house, I could always tell when they were having a really good time because I could hear Aunt Kath's laugh and I could hear Marguerite Orton's laugh. And it was, it was a lot of fun. She's a really good laugher. She was patient because her sons also got into all sorts of trouble. I mean, they were just like, um, yeah, they were just like, they just like were really, well, not just like all kids, they were really, really active. <laughs> and, they, and they could just get into all sorts of things. And I, she was just, she was just patient with them. I remember her working in the trading center. That's where her father owned the trading center. And I remember her working there and um, how she did that and do the motel, I just don't know. She was a very knowledgeable and very um, kind and brilliant um, customer care person. I don't ever remember her really not acting cheerful. I can think of a million reasons why she shouldn't be cheerful. If, she, uh, if she'd worked too hard, she'd have a bad back, she'd have a bad neck. Um, but I don't remember her ever complaining a lot uh, about that. However, every once in a while, when Uncle Bid and Aunt Kath would come to our house to visit, then she'd say, Carl, I need an adjustment. And so she'd sit down on our ottoman and my dad would massage her neck and her shoulders and her upper back pretty hard. And I, I think it really helped her to um, maintain uh, the active and hard work lifestyle that she had. You know, Kathy, maybe I should interject here now and talk about something that a lot of people didn't know about my mother. She actually was a hard worker, and you mentioned that. She was always working. When she, before she was married to my father, uh, she took off to college and uh, followed her sister, Claudia. And both she and Claudia were in school at the BAC, which is Branch Agriculture College in Cedar City. And Grandpa was fairly well off, but he didn't have enough money for both of them to go. And so she volunteered to go home and uh, drop out of college and go home and work in the store. So she worked in the store so Claudia could finish her college and get her degree and, and become an elementary school teacher. Uh, after that, she went back to college and to continue her education. And then along came Ken Joseph. And Ken needed to go to college. And so mom again volunteered to go home and, and work in the store and uh, so that grandpa would be able to pay for Ken's education. So she was always sacrificing for her family, and because of that, she was not able to get a four-year degree, but she did get a two-year degree at the, at the BAC and did really well with that. But she, just to point out that she was always willing to sacrifice for anyone in her family. Was she the oldest? 
No, she was not the oldest. The, the oldest was Howard, and then after Howard came Claudia, and then my mom Kathleen was next, and then Uncle Ken came after uh, after she did. So that was the. And four. then there was one more. Stanley Stanley was uh, uh, died just after, shortly after birth. He was the mm -hmm. oldest. Mm -hmm. Oh, also, yeah. Let me don't let me forget Mary Lou, because Mary Lou was basically a spitting uh, image and attitude and kindness and everything as my mother. I remember uh, Marcia and I went up there for Thanksgiving and she had those wild kids. I, we were mild compared to her kids, <laughs> the Hatchboys. Whoa! <laughs> they were running around and, and she had baked this wonderful uh, Thanksgiving dinner. And one of the boys ran through the kitchen as she was carrying the two uh, pies out to the table. And they bumped into her and plop they went down on the floor and she looked down on the floor and she says oh my we'll have to make some more pies and that was <laughs> it and I'd, I'd have kicked her butts if it had been me but she was very patient uh, a lot like my mother yep I I loved her and she lived her last days with Kenyon up here in Salt Lake City and I remember um, having a nice family reunion and she was just as sweet and kind then as she always was I hate to interject here because I do remember her and I'm ashamed that this is the, the one important thing that I remember. She had a bicycle accident and skinned up her face and she lived with that uh, unbeknownst for the rest of her life. They grafted a piece of skin under her eye and she had that defect her whole life and was perfectly content with it. And another um, time uh, we were talking about uh, grandma with her, um, her uh, kind of a dead side of her face, then when we see Aunt Kath again, she's going to have a perfect face. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I always thought her face was perfect. <laughs> but I'm one of those kids that uh, was, was uh, grown up, grown up uh, in her household and uh, the accident that she had actually happened when she was riding uh, down the uh, highway from the forebay. They've been riding their bikes up there and she went right down on, I, I'm assuming it was asphalt then, I don't know back then, but uh, it was quite a hard spill and, and did, uh, did damage the skin underneath her eye. Did it affect her eyesight? You know, I don't think it did, but she had, uh, she had really problems with her eyes. Her, uh, her eyesight was never really great which worked out pretty good for me sometimes because I could get away with a few things that uh, other kids couldn't get away with because she couldn't <laughs> see what I was doing. But she, uh, she lived with it and she went uh, totally blind before she, before she passed. But, but she stayed sweet. Oh yeah, even, even as she had Alzheimer's, she never did get mean. She was always nice and uh, she didn't know who I was and I'd ask her if she could remember me and she said no, but. You're you're the person. You and your wife are the ones that take care of me, and it was uh, it was interesting to see how her personality in that regard never did change. And she was also proud of her grandchildren. Let's see if we can think of how many there are. You have five. Yes. Uh, Mac had. Mac had two. Two. And, Eric. and and two adopted, so he, his second wife had two, so he actually Mac actually had four. Okay. And then Eric had uh, three, 
and then they have a ton of great grand great grandkids too. Yes. So, and she was just as sweet to them and as proud of them as she could be. All right. Well, that's my aunt Kath, and we'll um, talk about her husband in just a couple of minutes. Okay.